right. So you're welcome back. You're the, Thanks, man. You're the first return guest. Yep. And you, your episode wasn't even aired. <laughs> I know, man. I got a little screwed up. Yeah, but uh, it's okay. We're we're back on track now, and we figured out our technical difficulties. <laughs> right. Can't really redo the conversation, but we do have some other stuff to <laughs> talk about. Definitely. Um, for starters, I think we, cause we touched on it a little bit, the, the Paul, at, Paul Logan, no, no, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, Ben, ben Askren fight. Did you, did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I did. I streamed it. That was pretty crazy, man. I don't know. Yeah. I have a tough time, like almost believing that. Like, I feel like it was rigged. I, like, I, I, think I so can't too. believe yeah. Like, I don't know how someone that wears, you know, four ounce gloves and fights in the UFC. Would, how he gets knocked out. Yeah. I don't know, man. It seemed a little weird. Well, so I, I bought it and like I streamed it and first off, I didn't realize it was going to go so late. Right. Yeah. And by the time it was like 12 at night, I was like, I'm too tired. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I'm not staying up for this. So I wake up and I read that like Jake won. I was like, oh, okay. crazy. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, well, I'll go watch and see what happened. And I go and watch it and it's in like 90 seconds. Yeah. He gets hit and. The, the thing that really bothered me about it was he gets knocked down to the ground, which I was like, that's fine. Makes like that happens. But when he gets up, he like stumbles a little bit like you would. And the ref comes up to him for like two seconds, checks him. And he's like, yep, you're done. Jake wins. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. I don't know. The early stoppage, yeah. which is like what some other judges were saying or like commentators. They yeah. Were like, Mario Lopez was like, was that early stoppage? And someone snoops like, no, no, it's fine. Give me my money. Jake, give me right. my money. And I was like, ah, I don't it's know. definitely it's definitely a hard call to make. That's a hard job to have as a ref to, to yeah. call. Him. That's a lot of money on the line and a lot of like seventy five million. Yeah. Did you see his post? Yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't know. That's insane. I just feel like I don't know. I mean, Ben Askren looked like shit though. Like, he did not. He looked like he had oh. no idea what he was doing boxing. I mean, just like yeah. his whole it was his rough. whole setup. Like it just he his stance like he looked out of doing. like like they and they said it. They're like he looks like he's from the 1930s. Yeah, literally, it was. That was it weird. Was very bizarre. That was odd. I mean, I guess it's an odd like thing to do, regardless, because you know, like most boxing fights or MMA fights, you know, you have like someone people with records, you know, right? And you have you know a decent outline of how they're gonna do, or you know, you got some kind of stats. But in this case, you know, Jake Paul only fought a couple you know, goofy guys that weren't yeah. actual real boxers at all. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell even still like how good of a boxer he is. And then for Ben Askren, yeah. like, I mean, the guy's an Olympian like wrestler, like right. he's a crazy freak athlete. And I mean, he had an amazing record for a long time in the UFC, but it was just weird to see that combined it was pretty crazy. I'd like to see uh, Jake Paul box a real boxer. I think that's what's probably next. You know, yeah. To actually test him out or someone that's at least good at stand up, you know? Right. Cause stand-up it's completely fighting. different. Yeah, it is. So that like, was interesting. Though. I mean, crazy, yeah. crazy to watch for sure. Well, the, oh, the, my other guy who I had here, Jackson, he used to do some jujitsu and I was talking about how I feel like Jake Paul is almost like stretching this thing out as long as he can. until right. Fighting like a legit, like boxer. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, because he's, sure. he's making a lot of money right. doing this, but like, I feel like until he actually fights a real fighter, like he could get like knocked out. Right. But the thing is, and my friend was saying this, he, he was like, the problem is a legitimate fighter isn't really going to want to fight him. Yeah. And if he does fight him and lose his career is over. over right. And it's like so embarrassing. Right. So it's like, who's actually going to step up and be like, oh yeah, yeah we'll I'll see. fight the YouTube kid. Right. 
it's, it's an interesting. It's cool. I think it's cool. It's what it's come down to. Yeah. You know I mean, because boxing. I don't know. Even all the guys I train with, like nobody really watches boxing too much anymore. Yeah, really everyone watches, you know, the UFC. Yeah. So completely different. I think it brings a lot of light to the sport for sure, which is cool. But well, the whole trailer, the whole thing, like it was such a show. Like every part of yeah. it, like it literally. It looked like it was like the brainchild of Jake Paul. Right. Like the whole thing was yeah, like, Justin this is Bieber, his environment. What, Doja Cat and all that. It yeah. was pretty crazy. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. I didn't realize I paid for like a, a show. Like yeah. This. It's like a music festival with boxing. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like the mix between a club, a fight, yeah. a music festival, and like. The other Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like. Hot box. <laughs> like it was just like the weirdest yeah. combination of stuff. And I don't know. Like I guess that's the future. But yeah. We'll see. It was pretty funny to watch. Definitely. Um, but speaking of MMA, so I've really gotten into Jocko Wilnick's, um, Willink, I always yeah. mess with his last name, mm-hmm. his podcast. Yeah. And he's a huge jujitsu guy. Super interesting, yeah. And he, I mean, he has his own gym, like, mm-hmm. which is so nice. It's crazy. Yeah. He's got a really cool podcast. I've listened to that a, a good amount of time. He's intense. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, he was talking about how a while ago, if you were to, like, confront someone, like, if you saw, like, a really big guy walking your way, like, you would think, like, oh, crap, like, he could beat me up, he's bigger than me. But now, since so many people, or I mean, just people know MMA, you could have, like, a smaller guy, like, still take out some giant yoke dude, just because, like, they now Absolutely. have the skills. And I was like, that is such a crazy thought yeah. to, like, think about. Because you, like, grow up thinking, oh, the big guy, like, watch out for him. Like, he'll right. take you down. But now it's like, no, like, the little guy, like, really can take you yeah, down still. definitely. I definitely um, have witnessed or I've definitely been a part of a lot of that going to Ludus MMA yeah. down the street. Like, you'll have a lot of guys come in. And, I mean, we do... We do all MMA, you know, we'll, we'll do right. Muay Thai, like that kickboxing and what we do, jujitsu and um, a lot of wrestling and stuff. But especially like for jujitsu, like Brazilian jujitsu is one of those sports where it really doesn't matter what size you are, like yeah. to an extent. I mean, to an, to an obvious extent. But I mean, if you have a guy like me, like I'm 150 pounds, like 155 on a good day, maybe. But yeah. Um, We'll have guys that come in that are, you know, football players from FSU or UF or whatever, and they'll come in and want to train for a day. And if we're doing jujitsu and if we're doing stand up too, you know, like it's really, you get your ego hurt a lot in there. A lot of people yeah. get their egos really knocked down because you think you're a big, you know, huge dude, big meathead guy or whatever. And you sure. come in there, you get, you get humbled really quickly. So it's, yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. I mean, how far those skill sets can go. And I mean, yeah, we have, we have guys that come in that are, weigh a hundred pounds more than me or like just big football dudes or whatever. And they get tossed around, man. It's crazy to see them That's get so walked over. And you know, there it's a lot of cardio, you know, we're going for five minutes, five minutes. Is that know? how long a jujitsu? Yeah. I don't know the stat. Like yeah, matches are usually about five minutes long. I mean, that's how it is in the, in the MMA. Too, oh, you know, oh, so okay. we're doing, yeah, we're doing stand up, even Muay Thai and all that. We're doing five minute rounds. Usually that's a big difference between three minutes. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Two minutes huge. longer. Like, and you're it's using huge. your whole body, right? Which I was, cause I was thinking about this cause he, my friend was saying how he maybe wants to get back into it. And I was commenting on how like the problem for me is like all the classes are like at night and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, I like to do all of my workouts in the morning, in the morning or like yeah. during the day or something. And I was wondering what 
type of physical exertion your the classes that you do like put on it's you. absolutely unreal i've never done any other sport ever and i've done a lot of sports i'm like fully immersed in plenty of different sports right, right now i like i'm super addicted to a bunch of different things i yeah. just can't stop but for like physical well-being wise i, I don't think like people realize I mean, they see the guys in the UFC or whatever, and there's, like, a bunch of dumbasses getting punched in the face or whatever. Right. Those guys are, like, freak athletes. Like, it is a very physically demanding sport. I mean, like, training in the gym, like, people that come in, you can be a marathon runner. I don't, it doesn't even matter. You'll get, you'll get super gassed out, and they're trying to stand up or wrestle or whatever, you know, with some of those guys. A lot of, a lot of guys that wrestle in high school and college, you know, they have yeah. a, a good background in it, or, like, me, I boxed in, uh, in high school. Um... But I mean, it's a totally different world, man. And well, so so break down the like typical night training there for me. Um, so we go. I mean, so we there is classes too that you can go to at Ludus. Um, they do like a ten o'clock class in the mornings. On, oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. They have like a nine and ten o'clock class on uh, Monday through Thursday. So we usually go um, four to five days a week, okay. um, Monday through Thursday typically, and then we'll go on Saturdays. Um, for a couple hours, they have like open mass, so you can kind of go in and do whatever. Um, but so usually what we do is we'll go in at six, like I'll do tonight, um, go in at six o'clock and six o'clock class tonight will be Muay Thai. So, so, so what's Muay Thai? What's so the difference? Muay Thai is basically kickboxing, okay. um, but with like... Can you use your hands? Yes. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's kickboxing. So you're, you know, using punches, kicks, knees, elbows, all that kind of stuff. And then you can do kind of sweeps and stuff like that for takedowns, but it's not full wrestling takedowns really. So, okay, yeah. So Muay Thai is very like it's very physically demanding as well. It's it's really just stand up fighting, um, and so that is super fun. We'll go in and do that from six to seven, um, and so we got a, our coach Pedro. He's awesome. He's from uh, from Brazil. He's a Portuguese guy, um, and uh, we'll do that from six to seven. And then after that, we'll usually change our shirts or whatever. We'll be soaking wet and sweat. And then yeah. uh, we'll change out of that. And then um, Abraham comes in. He's our uh, jiu-jitsu coach. And he's from Brazil as well. And he's actually, like, number one in the world right now for gi and no gi, which is, like, unheard of. He's, like, literally wow. the best in the world. And, he's, and he lives and, in and yeah, he lives here. He's, and, yeah, he's there every day of the week. It's crazy that, wow. that he's our coach. So, um yeah, he comes in and we do jujitsu with him for an hour. Okay. And you kind of do a class at first, like he'll explain something to you, you try right. it out slow, and then you know as the hour goes on, you progress further. And then so we do that from seven um, to eight. And, and then, then are you just like practicing movements, like rolling? Yeah, yeah. So we'll practice the movement like real slow at first, and okay. then by the end of the class, usually we're pretty much going like you know, full live roles. So we're, and you're just like paired up with someone. Yeah. You pair, you pair up with someone, you can kind of like jump around from person yeah. to person. And, um, sometimes we'll, we'll switch partners or whatever, but yeah, but we'll do that from seven to eight. And then from eight to nine is open mat. So then usually we'll do some sparring after, or we'll just keep rolling, you know, whatever. So, wow. yeah, we're there for three hours. That's a long time. Three hours a night, but it's crazy. Cause I mean, I'll go to the gym, I go to Bailey's or whatever. Or, yeah. Um, and I'll lift for an hour and, you know, I'll get a good workout in, but there's nothing like, I mean, I don't even feel like I'm there for three hours when I'm at Ludus, you know, I'm, I'm just, yeah. we're going like the whole time. It's nonstop. So, so what's the difference between the jujitsu and the Muay Thai? Okay. So jujitsu is all on the ground pretty much. So oh, it's like okay. wrestling. So you can start, you know, you start standing up in right. competitions and stuff like that. 
So you'll do, you know, wrestling takedowns. And then, but once you get to the ground, instead of, you know, in wrestling, you're just trying to pin someone on the ground. Right. Um, So jujitsu, the goal is to submit them, you know, so that which would be like put them in a, you know, uh, rear naked choke, like, you know, choke them out or, you know, put them in an arm bar, that sort of stuff, you know? Okay. So it's like more submission based. So it goes, you know, past wrestling. So it's pretty cool. So yeah, the mixed martial arts, you know, it's like. The combination of all that stuff, you right? Know, the combination of you know, the, like Muay Thai, the stand-up fighting, the wrestling for takedowns, and then you know, jujitsu for on the ground. So, when the people who are in the UFC, the pros who do this for a living, they're incorporating all all that, all of it yeah. at once. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So we'll do classes where, um, like, we'll go in for open mat, and you can you can train each of it individually, which is a pretty sustainable way, I'd say, of doing it because. Those gloves, those small, like, little four-ounce gloves and stuff that you see guys wearing, yeah. um, those will definitely take a toll on you. I mean, those things hurt, and so it's pretty hard. I mean, you can get pretty injured. I mean, we get hurt all the time in there. Yeah, I was wondering what the injury Yeah, it's a lot. Like. I mean, right now, I might sound a little funny talking. Like, my nose is pretty shattered right now. I have a deviated septum, so... And yeah, this is just it, from, like, training. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> from getting hit in the face. And, like, we get a lot of, like, cr- crazy injuries. I mean, a lot of... Um, a lot of like stuff with your knees or elbows, wrists, just, I mean, you get, you're getting beat up, you know? Yeah. You're literally going there to beat someone up. Yeah. Or you're either beating someone up or you're getting beat up. It's really either one. So, I mean, it could be a good day or a bad day, but I mean, either way you learn a lot. And, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those things where, um, you really have to compensate and really take care of your body out of the gym, you know? So we'll do like ice baths all the time. Um, we do like a lot of, a lot of just, uh, like biking, you know, we'll go yeah. bike and do all that sort of stuff and just try to keep your cardio up and try to eat healthy and all that kind of stuff to, to maintain, you know, as, as, as well as you can. So you can go in there and, and yeah. train your hardest. Well, that, the, the folk, the putting the work in outside of the gym is something that so I used important. to be really, really bad at. Yeah. Like when I did like the triathlons in college for a little bit, like when I was rowing in high school, like I definitely didn't put the time in just because I was, I kind of thought to myself, oh, I'm young. I'll be okay. Right. But now I actually am working on that. Like I, I got one of those like massage guns. Like I do the ice yeah. baths. I do like the have to. stretching. The ro- like, and then it's really crazy. Like to see how much it makes a difference. Like, huge difference. Like huge difference. Yeah. I'll be sore and then I'll use the massage, massage gun and like actively stretch or like bike to like loosen out the yeah. legs and stuff. And, Huge difference. Like, yeah. Oh, I can perform better the next day. Absolutely. hundred like, percent. Yeah. That's been a huge, um, a huge factor in especially what we do. Like you can't, yeah. you can't keep doing what you're doing if you're not taking care of your body, you know? Right. And the, I mean, the whole point of working out and training is every day you're breaking down certain parts of your body and then to have it build itself back up and be better, you have to do proper nutrition, right. proper hydration, recovery, like mm-hmm. active recovery, like all these things you have to like bring in together. Like you can't just go like work out really hard and then just go like sit around. Yeah. Like you have go to out like, drink all night or something. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to let your body do what it's supposed to do to like recover. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's been, that's been a huge factor for us. Like, like I was saying, like you're, you're getting beat up, you know, so yeah. you gotta, you gotta compensate for that somehow. And, um, yeah, we try our best to do that. It's, it's been a struggle though, you know, like a lot of times we'll, we'll be out for a few weeks or something like that here and there. It's really common. I mean, pretty much every week there's something that's hurting. You never really leave, 
leave a week with, you know, out a small injury at least or yeah. something, you know? So definitely, definitely build some toughness, I'd say. But, yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting sport. You know, I think a lot of people think, um, um, a lot of the guys that do it are just kind of crazy and, you know, it looks, stupid, yeah. I think sometimes from the outside, but, um, I think the guys that are all involved in the sport are some of the best people I've met and they're all like such crazy athletes, you know, and like training really hard in there. And there are a lot right. of average people that you wouldn't expect to. And like you're saying, like smaller guys, like they'll beat yeah. the shit out of you, you know, like there's plenty of girls in there that would humble a lot of guys I know that think they're yeah. being tough guys. Well, I'm sure. Stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely a different, very diverse sport for sure. Yeah. So when you're training, you're, beating each other up, so to speak, is there, how hard do you push it towards each other? Yeah. So it depends. Is there like a, a breaking point? Oh, like, do abs- you have to be like, all right, like that's absolutely, enough. Absolutely. It kind of varies with everybody. You know, some people, um, some people want to go hard and spar, you know, hundred percent every yeah. day they go in, which I mean, there's a time and a place for that, I think. But, right. um, yeah, to be a real sustainable sport, you gotta like, you got to space it out for sure. And that's why, you know, we start off a lot of the classes going slow. We go through movements, do a lot of drilling. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, uh, we do a lot of, um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess just drilling. Um, just like the fundamentals. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't just be sparring, you know, every, right. every single time. I mean, as fun as it is and, you know, as, as much adrenaline as you get out of it and all that stuff. I mean, you sure learn a lot from it, but, um, it's not sustainable after a while. So you definitely have to space it out and, um, you know, you don't want to be getting head traumas and all that stuff. And you yeah. know, even when you are sparring, um, a lot of the time we'll be like, all right, let's go 50%, you know, and right. some people's 50% and other people's are yeah. different, you know, so <laughs> it's kind of hard, but I mean, you, that's how you learn. You got to be able to trust your, your training partners and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the respect comes. I think a lot of people don't realize like, how much respect, uh, there is and, um, in, in the MMA gyms and stuff like that, right. you, know, you really like, if you're going to be a dick and, you know, just go hundred percent, beat the shit out of everyone, no one's going to really want to train with you, Yeah, you know? So you got to be able to, um, to have those boundaries. Um, but like I was saying, that's something that's like not there at all in surfing. That really bugs me. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. Tell me about surfing that. is just such a, a single, you know, kind of selfish sport. Yeah. And that really bugs me that well, just the theory you know, of getting a wave. Yeah. Just the whole respect factor behind it. I feel like it's like really frustrating. It's been super frustrating my whole life. You know, everyone's so egoistic and I don't even know if that's a word egoistic, whatever, but I think, everyone's, I think it's a word. everyone's got big egos and stuff. And yeah. I just, I really, really bugs me that, uh, you know, some people think they're such cool guys for, you know, being able to go out and, and surf well. And, you know, at the end of the day, like you don't make many friends if you, go out and take everyone's waves and you're a yeah. dickhead and you know, it really bugs me, but that's just how it's always been. So I was super, um, I was really happy when I started getting into mixed martial arts and realized that it's more of a family, you know? And I think right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of great people in the surf community around here, but I think there's also a lot of people that are really, really, you know, like localism and all that stuff, yeah. you know, it goes to a point, you know, there's a lot of respect. You got to have respect in the water. You know, people can get hurt just as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird, man. I think it's, it's pretty backwards. I feel like for the way most people see it, you know, a lot of people see surfers as all like the chill, chill stoner guys yeah. that are just hanging out. And then you think of, you know, people that do MMA or a bunch of crazy people that are 
you yeah. know, going out and starting fights, but I just found it to be the exact opposite. You know, everyone I, so funny. everyone I train with in the gym that would, you know, beat the shit out of nine out of 10 people I yeah. know are the super nice, you know, respectable people that, um, you know, but then a lot of the people that you think are good surfers and stuff, you know, a lot of those guys are not very nice or at least yeah. haven't been to me or, you know, a lot of people in the community. So it kind of, that's, that's kind of a funny uh, stereotype. I think that's pretty backwards. No, and I, I totally, I can't speak for the, the mixed martial arts side, but when I was doing a lot of surf photography and mm-hmm. I would do a lot at the pier because like that's where a lot of the best surfers surf. And it would be, I've, people would, gym, sometimes they'd be disrespectful to me. Sometimes they'd be nice to me. It just kind right. of depended how they felt about the dude with the camera. Like mm-hmm. some people were like, yeah. even if they were not nice guys, they'd be like, oh, he might get a cool shot of me. So I'm going to like kind of be respectful to him. But it was really interesting not surfing and kind of able to be like in the back. Like I could like observe it all and right. say like, oh wow, he is someone I need to avoid yeah. at all costs. Yeah. And I would like, I would, pre- I would sometimes be pretty like nervous to be around Absolutely. them just because they would be, it, it was, it, it was always so ridiculous to me because they'd be acting like so manic and intense yeah. about something that's supposed to be this like fun, cool sport that we're able right. to do because we live in a place that has waves and we live at a beach. Right. I was just like, dude, like we can it's relax. Way more intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's the intensity <laughs> is so much higher than it needs to be for someone like, and it's people who are like, they're not pros. They're not going to be pros. Right. Like, they're not on the world tour. Like, there's no reason for them to be this yeah, intense about it. Definitely. And you, I've known you for a while and I've like known about your surfing for a while. And you are definitely one of the best in Jacksonville. And I've shot a lot of pictures with you and like, we've done a lot of stuff and you, you have done a really good job of being respectful of other people surfing and like letting people take waves and like being chill out there. And yeah. It's yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's one of those things that I like, even when I was younger, I definitely like fell into it for a bit. You know, I'd be like super serious the whole time in the yeah. water. And I mean, if the waves are good, you know, and we're surfing the pier, there's a lot of people out. So you gotta be aggressive things. to get waves. Yeah. And that's just how it is. You know, like you gotta be aggressive, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to go scream someone off a wave or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to go start a fight because of a freaking wave. Like, you know, it's a but, wave. Yeah. but I feel like it's weird because a lot of people be like, Oh, you know, don't start a fight over surfing, which I totally agree with. But at a certain point, you know, if someone's, you know, name calling and being super disrespectful, like it's not even about surfing anymore. Now right. it's just like it's personal. This is just morals. Like yeah. if, I, if this was in any other situation, like, you know, you shouldn't be calling someone names or, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Like it is, it is pretty intense, especially in the crowded spots, like going to surf the pier. But I think it's funny because a lot of people take it, you know, way past where it should be, where, you know, the seriousness of it, you know, we're not surfing pipe, you know, like, I mean, mean, you can still drown in in the ocean, you know, anywhere, but I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not the end of the world, you know, it's a couple waves, you know, the waves don't get that great around here all the time. So I know like, you know, when it does get good, everyone wants their fair share, you know, but, um, yeah, I think, I think it's super weird. The, the whole, like the respect part of it, you know, it's, it's really not very respectful and it's kind of a cool guy mentality that really, really bugs me. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely, it's, it's a bummer to see. And like, I can imagine, I, I imagine it would be hard for someone who like, maybe they got into surfing when they were like, 22 23 or whatever like they go to unf and like 
they started getting into surfing like now like jumping into the scene now so hard it, i mean it would be miserable yeah it absolutely. would not be fun at all absolutely that's why i'm like and even when i was younger dude i used to get freaking made fun of all the time and you know yeah like called out of the water get yelled at by a guy that's 40 years old when you're 10 like that's normal like yeah. that is like normal in surfing you know you get you get those like older guys that it doesn't matter what age you are you know you could be a freaking eight-year-old girl or a 60-year-old dude and you know someone's still getting that it's like it's crazy the way that works you know there's really no rules and and stuff so i think it i think that whole respect factor has to like definitely play a part somewhere but i just feel like it's in a weird place a lot of the time it's not it's not in the right right direction you know yeah and i wonder i wonder if it's at such an intense level because we have such inconsistent waves and because there's not as many like I mean, you've traveled a lot more to like surf. all over. Is it all over? It's all over the world. Yeah, wow. I mean, even like in a place like Cali, or Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, like Central America, That's, especially the wow. Caribbean. Yeah, California is crazy, man. Are you kidding me? You go surf lowers at places like freaking actually, Cali. Yeah, that is very bad. Yeah, I mean, you got to be aggressive to a point, but you know, some people take it way too far. Some people get yeah. way too personal about it, and. I mean, it sucks. That's the way it is, but there's just no governing body in surfing. You know, it's just right. such a solo, you know, I'd say like selfish sport. Um, it is a pretty selfish it sport is. when you think about Everything's it. Everything's all about you. Yeah. I mean, which is cool to an extent, you know, like I played football growing up. I did a lot of like uh, team sports right. and I kind of went the solo sport route because I, I don't really like depending on other people. You know, I feel like yeah. I can always do better myself, which I felt like I've proven to myself is, is probably right. You know, like I, I'm pretty successful in some of the sports that I've done. Um, but yeah, I think I thought, I think it's really cool in a, in a sense, but at the same time, it really kind of bugs me because then like you try to do something like the UNF surf team, you know, like yeah. we were second in the nation, you know, the other year when we, when we were able to go to nationals um, and like great group of kids, like everyone's, yeah. you know, super nice people like, going to school. Like, yeah college athletes um and uh so cool he was yeah really talented yeah. a lot of people hate it like a lot of people just freaking really hate it man yeah oh yeah i didn't know that you know people like all the kids coming from down south or up north that go to school here and then they want to go surf the pier or whatever like i can understand you know you got to be respectful of the people that live here and grew up here yeah um and you don't you don't want to go hassling a bunch of people for waves and stuff but Sometimes it's just, it goes a little bit like more beyond that. It's just like straight out of the gate, you know, they're getting, they're getting kind of pushed out of the, out of the limelight. I don't know. It's, it's definitely weird, but, um, yeah, the UNF surf team is a cool thing for sure. I, I really want to get back yeah. out and uh, compete in nationals, um, like we did because we were second in the nation and I don't know East Coast school has ever done that. I don't think so. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Was- so speaking of competing, because, um, I was wondering, so you do, you do a lot of this, the MMA, and it's obviously a huge confidence builder, like doing that and knowing that kind of, would, does that affect you, like going into a surf competition? Have you found that you have more confidence for competing? Um, yeah, I'd say for sure. I think just maybe confidence in general, um, and just, you know, even when we're in the gym, you know, we're, we're competing, you know, a lot of the days right in the week, you know, just, I mean, for yourself, you know, you're in front of someone and even if you don't want to be competitive, like you got to be able to, to, you know, I don't know, play the game when, when, when you have to, you know, you can't stand in front of someone and 
you're getting beat up, you know, you got to do something whether you want to or not, whether you're tired yeah. or not, you know, so it really pushes you in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say for competing in other sports compared to that. Um, so I, I, we did a jujitsu competition here um, a couple months ago and uh, I've been doing competitions my whole life, you know, like I'm pretty good under pressure for the right. most part. Sometimes I like perform a lot better when I'm under a lot of pressure, I'd, I'd say. And, uh, would you, so would you consider yourself like a competitor? Cause there's some people who are like practicers, like they're really good at like right. practice and training. And there's some people who are like, they're competitors. No, absolutely competitor. Okay. And I mean, not even, um, not even really against other people. Honestly, I don't really compete to like prove people wrong really in a sense mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't really compete to beat another guy, you know, unless it's like one of my friends, like, um, like, that then I'm like, you know, I want to beat my friends. Yeah. You know? But that's yeah, yeah. like, you know, that kind of like brother mentality or right. whatever that sure. you kind of push your push each other to do better. Um, so I'm definitely like that. Um, but in a sense of just just competing, like I really compete to against myself. Like that's yeah. really all I'm doing at the end of the day. And I want to like prove to myself I can do, you know, four different sports and be good at them or whatever. Right. You know, I just like I want to be as good as as many things I can do. And um, I think proving that to myself um, is, is most important to me, but yeah, like, um, when I did the jujitsu competition, this last one, uh, it was crazy, man. Like you're not only are you competing in front of a bunch of people, you know, your whole team is there, everyone's watching, but you're competing and you got all the eyes on you. But at the same time, you know, this guy wants to rip your head off, you know, you get really (laughs) hurt, you know? So I thought that was super cool. And I got pretty, pretty damn nervous. And I don't usually get like that nervous or shaky before, but I mean, when you're going up against someone and you're going into a fight, you know, and you've got a legitimate fight. Yeah. yeah. So you're going into a fight and I can only imagine what it would be like in the UFC or something like that. You know, with all that pressure, um, I'm sure you get a little more used to it, but I don't know, man. I'm sure those butterflies don't really go away too much. Yeah. Um, But I'd say that level of pressure when you're going into a competition when someone wants to freaking kill you versus like going and surfing your waves, you know, that's a lot different. I mean, like. Although, you know, surfing means a lot to me, um, and I've been doing it my whole life. I'm a right. little more comfortable, you know, being in a surf competition because yeah. I've done so much more. I've been doing it my whole life. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, there's definitely, definitely a big difference of, of yeah. the nerve gap there between the two, but it was interesting, you know, you get pushed out of your comfort zone and, you know, you feel yeah. a little more comfort going into the next one, whatever, but. I learned a lot from um, competing like that. Even at the gym and stuff, you know, you got well have days where you'll have a lot of eyes on you and a lot of people watching, and yeah. you know, you, you can get really embarrassed out there, and that's part of the game. You know, that's why you can't have such a huge ego because um, you get humbled real quick in that sport. Yeah, and I think you you mentioned a good point about getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that a lot of people don't do and don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at kids, like, in, like, not to bash on kids in high school right now or, like, kids in middle school right now, but, like, some people might say they're a little softer or, like, right. every generation has become a little softer, like, since, like, our parents and their parents. Right. Like it's just, I mean, we have more technology, we have more, like, opportunities and all that stuff, so it kind of makes sense, but I think when you can find something that you push yourself in and like you get out of that comfort zone. Absolutely. It makes you so much better in like every regard. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one thing that, um, 
is super important. I've always tried my best to just not be scared to be a beginner. And like we were saying, you know, in surfing, especially it's a hard thing to do to be a beginner right now. You got like all the kook of the day accounts and stuff like that. Like it's brutal, man. Like people get like really like lit up. Yeah. It's crazy. Like just for being a beginner or whatever. And I mean, it's definitely funny. Like I get a good laugh out of it for sure. But it kind of bums me out a little bit too, you know, to see that kind of stuff. Cause I mean, I've been in that spot too. And yeah. Plenty of sports like in skateboarding and surfing and, you know, riding dirt bikes, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, but I think that's one thing you just can't be scared to be a, be a freaking beginner and, and just go after something and lose, you know, like yeah. I'm one of those people that, um, I'm never like, I'm not like super talented or anything like that. And, um, I think it comes off, you know, some people can, just kind of in every in everything, you know, some people go to go to school and they can kind of get straight A's, you know, yeah, with like yeah. just kind of doing, you know, what they do or whatever. But I'm one of those people that I'm just, I'm really not like talented in anything. I just like have to work my ass off and I have right. to, I have to like usually lose at something over and over and over again to, you know, learn my lesson or to get better. Yeah. I'm kind of one of those people that's like fail until you succeed, you know, like right. I've lost way more surf competitions than I've ever won. And, you know, I failed at, you know, I failed statistics like four times, you know, but I'm still yeah. in school and yeah. I passed it. Like, <laughs> and like, I'll, I was not like, I was just screwing around. Like I was putting in hours of work. That class sucks. Yeah. That class did suck. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm just one of those people that I have to keep doing like repetition for effect kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of how I, how I have to be with, with surfing and, and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. It is. It's pretty crazy when, you finally like break the mold like when you finally figure something out mm. about something you've been working for for a long time and you're finally like holy yes so i feel like i got it broke, broke a barrier yeah or like finally like i did mm-hmm. it and then like you just move on to the next thing and like you just keep going and going and going definitely and you look back and it's been like a year but you're this much better or right. whatever it whatever it was yeah and um yeah, I think I think just not being scared to be a beginner, man, is like is yeah. really important. And I, you got to get out of your comfort zone. Like, um, I feel like one of my like things that just drives me all the time is I just I want to do as many things as I can do, and I want to yeah. be as good at them as I can be. No, I, like, I get that. You know, yeah. I, I think because for some reason I don't know why it's like I definitely look up to people that are crazy, like a crazy good athlete and say whatever sport, you know, it could be anything. Could yeah. Be golf could be, you know, surfing. I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah. I think that's awesome that, that people can be like such at such a high level, but it also kind of bugs me when, um, you like see someone that can do something so well, but they're just not well versed in like anything else, you know, like maybe they don't like have an edgy, maybe they're a dumbass, you know, like Floyd Mayweather, dude, I can't yeah. listen to that guy talk at yeah. all because he's so damn stupid sounding. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe he's smarter than I think, but yeah. like, it's one of that really bugs me. You're <laughs> like, do you think he's good at anything else? Like, I mean, do you think he's a good guy or like, I don't know, you know, that it right. just kind of bugs me. You're like, I want to be good at as many things as I can be good at. You yeah. know, I feel like trying to be the, uh, um, just super good at one thing. Um, it's awesome. But like when I was younger, all I wanted to do was surf. And then I kind of realized that I was missing out on a lot of other opportunities, Yeah, especially growing up around here when you can do so much, you know? No, I totally get that. And all my friends and people who know me, well, I they say I go through a lot of like phases because mm-hmm. I like to like try a bunch of stuff. Me too. Yeah, you do. You do as well. Dude, I, I, all the, I'm always on a new thing. Yeah. Like, I got that prone paddle board. Yeah. Like, I did rock climbing. I did triathlons, rowing, like 
rollerblading, just like whatever it yeah. is. Like it's just, it, but it like, I love it because I don't see it as a negative because at the end of the day, it's, I'm just trying new stuff, trying to find what I love and I'm learning new skills every yeah. time I do something new. Absolutely. It's just, it's totally adding value. Absolutely. Like, Mentally and physically. And especially yeah. if you're doing, you know, physical sports. Like, right. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I, I mean, we've, we've done a bunch of stuff together. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll go, you know, do a lot of like lifting and, yeah. and you know, you also have that fixie, you got a fixie, is that what it is? Or you just yeah, got a road, road bike. bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do triathlons and stuff yeah. like that. Like I'll do that stuff all the time, you know, go, go bike, go swim, the run down do the beach that. and stuff. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people kind of narrow themselves, um, to a little bit less. Um, one guy that, uh, um, that kind of when I was younger, we I, we did a couple of road trips to go to a, um, a cable park in uh, Valdosta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. That was like one thing that I kind of got into that yeah. you know that was like kind of out there at first. Um, as uh, this guy Zach Knoll, shout out, shout out Zach Knoll. Um, he uh, we did a couple of road trips with him, and the guy could literally talk about anything, like yeah. whether it was like mountain biking or like playing pool or like shooting guns or like just like Those whatever. Are the best. And I was like, dude, this guy can literally talk about anything. Like yeah. I want to be like that. And like, I literally, I've tried so many different things. I, like, yeah. I always like kind of want to, um, you know, you know, do as, as much stuff as I can do. I think that's super important. Well, and I think like we live in like when like our parents were kids or like when their parents were kids, they didn't really have the internet. So like they couldn't like go like, look up how to do something like now yeah. we have so many opportunities oh, to yeah. like see what's 100%. out there like like that prone paddleboard there's not a single other prone paddleboard in jacksonville florida i guarantee <laughs> like i have never yeah, seen right. one. it's like a, it's by. a cali and like hawaii thing like that's yeah it. and then i like saw on instagram and i was like that looks cool i want to yeah. give that a try and like i've like done two races on it like that's just like it's so cool that you can do that and definitely the ability like I don't know. I think it's so fun when you can like, absolutely one day you be like, Oh, I'm going to go road bike 40 miles. And the next day you're like, I think I'm going to go row or I'm going to go like, yeah. rock climb. Yeah. Like, totally. Who wouldn't want to do that? Totally. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're also living here. We're super blessed to be able to, yeah, know, we, we definitely have a lot of cool stuff around us. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's that, I think, also, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'll get, like, fully <laughs> obsessed with something that's just, like, so ridiculous or yeah. you know, whatever, like, um, uh, I don't even know how it started. Oh, so I went out to California uh, last fall. I was out there um, for a little over a month just kind of traveling around. All my classes yeah. were online. I had some money saved up. And uh, I did a road trip out there, and um, we were staying, um, me and Kale Farber, we were staying in a hostel and uh they had a ping pong table and i became oh, that's fully right. obsessed <laughs> with ping pong like i could not stop playing and uh our buddy our buddy mike was with us too and um so we were staying at this place called house of trestles right by lowers like you, you can ride your bike there if yeah. you wanted to and we were out there for over a month you know and um we'd be like surfing lowers and I would literally be out surfing and be firing and I'd be like, I want to go back and play ping pong. (laughs) And we'd go back and play for hours and I'd get my ass whooped because my buddy Mike was way better than me, dude. And I would literally, like, before bed, I would literally be on YouTube watching videos of, like, professional (laughs) ping pong players. So, like, I'll get, like, so obsessed or, like, even if it's, like, playing pool or, like, if it's, like, I go ride some dirt bikes and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to look at buying 
look at you know looking at buying a dirt bike for a month like every yeah. day on facebook marketplace you know like dude that's I, me i do that kind yeah. of shit and it's like sometimes it's great but sometimes i spend a lot of a lot of time on like you know yeah. looking into and like a uh, paddleboarding too i went through a big paddleboarding kick where i was like yeah uh searching for paddleboards from like here to miami i found a good one and like and like uh <laughs> And like Melbourne, and I was like, I literally almost drove all the way down there one yeah. day just to go buy like a thousand dollar paddleboard. I'm like, this is this is bad, but um, dude, that's that's me. Like, do you know what yeah. surf skis are? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like, I literally like am a Facebook group member of like five different groups, like, and I just have like constant messages going out, like, hey, is anyone selling a Epic V10 or whatever? Yeah, and it's just like. It's ridiculous, and my parents are like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I go through a lot, like go through truck phases. I'll be like looking at new stuff, wreck my truck for like a month. I'll never end up buying it, but like yeah. I just want to like know everything I can about it. That's how uh, um, James Lacour is also. But really, so yeah, he's like just like me in, in the sense that he just does so many different things. You know, he does. He does. Do he, a lot. he does. Um, he got me doing a lot of. You know, I wouldn't be like riding dirt bikes if it wasn't for him yeah even wakeboarding a bunch and foil boarding dude like, i got on a, I did a little trip on that like I was, board, yeah with oh austin God. toby so much shout out fun. to austin yeah help me out a ton he's the goat dude that thing, bro. He he's insane absolutely rips that yeah. thing like nobody's business yeah it's super cool it's super cool to see what he does yeah that stuff is fun man that was one of the board sports where like you first get on and you're like, I don't know what the hell. That was the most on. humbling thing I've yeah. ever done in my life. Oh my gosh, absolutely. You're like, oh, I've been surfing, I've been skating, right. I can wakeboard, I can do all these things. You get on one of those and it's exact opposite. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Dude, and it's also sketchy. Yeah. It's a oh, blade. You get hurt. Yeah. Like, and when I, I took, I uh, a really nice guy, Eric, he let me borrow one and I took it in the ocean. Like, mm-hmm. this is the first time I ever used it. It's tough. And I take it out there and I like it by myself and he finally comes out and. I get up and I hop up and I'm like, oh crap, I'm doing it. And then I fall over and I fall like onto the blade. Yeah, that thing like, barely misses me. Yeah. I was like, this is so dangerous. Yeah, it is for sure. When you figure it out though, it's super cool. Yeah. It's oh, it's such amazing. a tricky especially, feeling. Especially when you can be like, you know, behind the boat and yeah. you can be like four waves back with no rope. Like that's so much fun. And then it's so, crazy. um, and then, yeah, so I, we started doing it behind the boat and then went out in the ocean and did it a few times. Totally different, but it's like you catch a wave and even when the waves are terrible, it can be one foot That's and, the part about and it, you can yeah. surf a wave all the way in and then pump all the way back out and catch yeah. another one without ever laying down and paddling. It's like, it opens, it opens so many new doors to like surfing in general, just the ocean. I feel like. No, that was, and that was the big thing that got me really excited about because I was going to try to have a board or like a watercraft for like every situation. So yeah. I was like, Prone paddle boards yep. when it's dead flat, like hydrofoil for when it's like crummy, crappy waves. Long like, boards. Long boards, yeah. short board, like, and then like maybe eventually getting into like kite surfing or something, yeah. like when it's just like crazy. Like, yeah, definitely, man. It gets yeah. pricey though. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was just about yeah. to say. I'm the same way. I want to be able to do all that stuff. And, you know, I have a lot of opportunities to, um, to do some of that stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't have the time or money to buy all these things, you know, but at the same time, I feel a lot better about myself. Um, when I'm buying, you know, something like a foil is like a thousand dollars or whatever, you know, oh, so it's way of, more. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, like two and a half, three. Yeah. Or just, I'm just saying just for a basic foil, yeah, out yeah, the board, yeah. like they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just to buy that foil, you know? So, so um, yeah, stuff's super expensive, but 
Um, I feel a lot better about myself when I'm purchasing that sort of stuff or, you know, spending my money doing right. that kind of thing instead of, you know, buying a new pair of shoes or, totally. you know, yeah. buying a new outfit, you know, like, right. Like materialistic. Like I don't think of buying surfboards and they're almost like know, tools. Or absolutely. They're tools you know? for me to like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know, man. Just go have a good time. Like sort of thing. Yeah. Like that's keeps you happy, you know, like keeps well, your adrenaline pumping or it's like a tool to like experience the world in a newer and better yeah, way. Exactly. That's what it yeah, is. I feel like it opens, opens up so many doors, you know, right. mentally and physically like versus like buying like, like a, a video game console yeah, or, or like exactly. just stuff like that, that like you don't really need. And it's like, how much value is it really adding to your life? Right. Whereas like this, like, it could add a ton so of value. much, so much yeah. value. Yeah. Completely different. Purposes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's definitely been something I've like had to like think about and like wrestle with too. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It definitely gets expensive trying to, trying to oh keep a bunch of hobbies going at the Dude, same time. You so, know? And yeah. then also you have to realize I don't have space for all of this yeah. either. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. It's so put it this way when, uh, usually I have a, a pathfinder i got a 22 foot pathfinder in my in my uh um yard it's a little uh james lacours and uh he'll keep it over there and um we'll take it out every once in a while or whatever but uh he brought it back um over to his house the other day and then uh we went and rode um uh dirt bikes yesterday yeah and so now i gotta swap it out for a dirt bike trailer <laughs> like, we got the four wheelers a couple of dirt bikes like stuff like that so it's funny like your neighbors um, are probably like they're God, like, this kid does everything yeah, people so much we got like long boards we got like surfboards everywhere foil boards oh like, my god we got like six different bikes like that's hilarious that's yeah, pretty funny that's so funny. But yeah, that's the stuff that keeps us going, man. And yeah, you know, we're so, so blessed to live in a place where we can do so many different things like that. Yeah. You know, not, not a lot of people can. So, yeah. But you're about to go somewhere which has something that Jacksonville does not. That is true. Let's yeah. tell, talk about this. So, going out to Waco on uh, Thursday, I think. Um, really no plan, but yeah, going to, going to surf the wave pool out there, doing a, doing a private session. I'm so hyped to do that. That is such a cool thing. I, yeah, I didn't think. Like, I mean, I remember when that, when that wave pool first popped up, um, it was a good big, how, how long ago is it? A couple that? years ago, but I mean, yeah. it was like, I mean, other than the Slater, you know, wave right. pool, it was definitely one of the best in the U S like, um, and, uh, yeah, super fun. I actually knew of that place before they had, um, before they put in the wave pool because it had a really good cable park for wakeboarding. Oh, that's and right. And so I yeah, think yeah, at, yeah. One, at one point, like a couple years ago when we graduated high school, I did a, a road trip across the country with a few of my buddies. Oh, and, the RV, um, right? Yeah, the yeah. RV. Um, we were gone for a couple months or something. And uh, we uh, were going through Texas and we were looking for cable parks and stuff. We had wakeboards yeah. with us. And um, yeah, we heard of that place. And then I think like a year later or something, they were like, they put in a wave pool. So... I'm hyped to go do that. Um, That'll be so cool. A group of guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be cool. Dude, Texas is like the place to be right yeah, now. Everyone is moving there. Yeah, I don't think people realize like how cool Texas is. Yeah, <laughs> like, every well, time I'm there, I'm always doing cool shit. I'm like, I love this. I, I've never been, but everyone yeah. talks about it. Dude, like, it's fun. I think, oh, um, wow. I think what's super interesting is uh, I've done a few trips across, across the country, and um, I've also been, you know, all over the world, you know, I've traveled yeah. to tons of different places. Um, but I don't think a lot of people realize like how crazy 
the U.S. like really is. Like, I, yeah. I think a lot of people like don't realize how much stuff you can do like here. Yeah, like, you don't <laughs> have to travel to like foreign countries to go right. see some crazy shit. Like, if you go to Moab, Utah, like yeah. you're literally in a different world. Like, it doesn't even feel like, like Death Valley. That you, place is yeah, it's, like it's another and planet. then go to the Colorado. You know, wintertime or summertime. Like, yeah. I never thought I never thought I would like enjoy um, Colorado during the summertime because when I was younger we'd always go out there to ski whatever right, right. and I was like I love it out here but you know I could never live here because the summer is good beautiful. but then yeah we did a road trip and went through there we spent some time in like steamboat and Denver yeah. and stuff and I was like this place is amazing we mountain biked uh, steamboat I think epic it was insane man I like yeah. I was like this is so much fun I could totally keep doing this for yeah no, a long time it's a cool state yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's funny. Texas is awesome, man. Going, we're going to Austin, I think, for a couple, oh, couple of days. We're going to go meet up with some people that haven't seen in a while. Actually, some people I've met um, on the road in California. Um, hopefully going to go see them. Yeah, so. Dang. Funny, yeah. Stop, you can stop by Joe Rogan. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know. I'm going to say what's up to him and go get on his podcast. <laughs> Be like, hey, I just was on another one. I'm, I'm well-versed in the podcast. I love this podcast, man. I listen to He's I listen to a podcast like pretty much every night. Like he's he's so cool. Yeah, he's got good ones. I'm not I'm not on Spotify, so I just watch all the old ones that he does yeah. on YouTube. There's yeah, so yeah. many of them, but super interesting. Um, I I just found out you can watch his on Spotify too. Like you can watch. Oh, you can. Yeah, like it's a video. Well, so they just I think recently rolled out the feature, and it's only for like select podcasts, like their gotcha. top like five or whatever, mm-hmm. and like he's one of them. Um, so yeah, I didn't realize that, and I was like, oh wow, I can like watch it. Yeah, that's super cool. That's yeah. pretty, I think it's pretty crazy how um, how popular like podcasting has gotten. You know, like yeah, there's well, so many to look through now. Like I've so many, I've subscribed to so many different podcasts on yeah. on YouTube. So it's cool. There's like such a such a huge variety you can listen to. Well, and it's fun. It's fun because you can like hear other people's like thoughts, and you can like learn and like gather information about stuff that Absolutely. you would never even like think about. Yeah, I'm like a pretty bad reader, like, like one of those people that reads the whole page and then has to reread it because yeah. I don't know what I read. Um, so for me, podcasts are like, you know, me reading a book. Right. So I, I learned so much and yeah, you hear everyone's point of views, like yeah. you hear a lot of different, um, um, a lot of different views on just everything and, um, learn, I learned so much from all that stuff, you know, sometimes I feel like I'll learn a lot more than I do from those that I do in school. Oh, you know? I, I 100% can yeah. attest to that. Especially yeah. when you're interested in something, you know, or yeah, or at least interested in the, the person they're interviewing or whatever. Right. You learn a lot. It's pretty cool. I haven't found that I've been interested as much with my school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Because yeah. you're like excited to watch a podcast. Or yeah, which is just ridiculous, <laughs> but it's the way it is. Yep. Definitely. But yeah, well, thank you so much for coming out again. Of yeah. um, hopefully we got this one all dialed yeah, in. Hopefully. <laughs> um, and have a safe trip to Waco. Thanks, man. Get some waves. Thanks. I'm stoked.